Blog Talk Radio. Hi guys and gals, this is Jesse and this is Tyler and we're back again on the JK podcast bringing in some new exciting topics tonight. Uh, We've been kind of away on a little bit of a hiatus due to hurricane craziness, personal stuff going on and then of course um, being able to restructure revamp for our Podtoberfest we have going on through the month of October to get you a little bit of a taste of some new exciting news and pop culture. But first, as always, Tyler, how you doing man? Man, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I know. We, we spent like an hour and a half talking about stuff that really, I don't even think most of it was even related to the podcast at all. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was just how depressing the past two or three weeks has been. It, yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> and like today's the first day that it actually feels like fall down here. Yeah. Oh, God. And, it's been so hot. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Can we get winter back in Georgia? I know. Like, I feel like a spark. You know, winter is coming. I keep saying it, but it's, it's not here. It's never coming. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, our well, number one rule really is, like, we don't talk about, you know, shit on the podcast until, like, the podcast airs. But today we talked for an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. So. We, well, we kind of had to talk through because there's with, – with the way media has been lately, just so much stuff is happening that, yeah. you know, everything's starting to, like – like, so many issues are starting to connect with other issues and making yeah. them much bigger issues. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we're getting to a point where politics and – 
pop culture are intermingling, and then, of course, sports and pop culture is kind of crazy, too. I would venture to say that politics, the line between politics and pop culture is blurred to a point of almost nothingness right now. Yeah, there is no fine line, I guess you could say, anymore. That line's been kind of like kicking the sand. The rocks are... Well, because everything that's in pop culture is getting involved with politics now. Everything has to do with politics, whether whether it be about the presidential campaign or... Um, or pop culture figures like the football incident. Yeah, it's um, ridiculous. I mean, you got, like you were just talking in the garage about some of the things we're going to talk about tonight, the NCAA and the FBI, allegations, prison time, money, I mean, all this crazy stuff. And I, one thing I didn't even tell you was there was, like, strippers and stuff involved, too. But, you know, <laughs> there's, there's always, always strippers. Involved. Yeah, they're always, <laughs> they're always involved. If you don't want to be involved in politics, don't be a stripper. Okay, that's our number one rule now, I guess. So, all right, we've had a crazy couple of weeks. Uh, Kyle's out on hiatus today. He had a, uh emergency to attend to, and being, you know, the Spider-Man, fan that he is, I guess he had a swing into action to help one of his family friends there. Pun. I know. I, I tried. You get one. I tried. There's my one pun. <laughs> one pun. That's all fun. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, we've got some good topics tonight. I guess one of the big things that we're going to talk about, or to kind of summarize everything, is episode 26 in our first season still. I guess the second season that they're making us having to do on this blog talk thing. We'll probably begin next year. We can start over for season two. How awesome would that be? <laughs> we renewed ourselves for a second season. So we, the, we deliberated for a little while, yeah. decided whether or not it was worth it. Yeah, yeah. And second season is a go. Yeah, second season, <laughs> we are officially out. Um, we'll be coming back for a second season. Uh, the big wigs over at the uh, JK Podcast studios which would just be us three would basically determine that factor so (laughs) all right episode 26 pop culture and droplets the reason why we have that is because we have a little bit of something to drop on some people today as far as some of the stuff if you're hearing seeing reading uh cringing at and biting your fingernails if you're i guess a ncaa fan getting ready for your march madness and all that next year but to kind of highlight some topics we're going to talk about um, okay, first is the FBI investigating the NCAA Basketball Association for money embezzlement, uh, strippers, and athletes, which is no hidden, you know, it, it's really not something that we're not really not aware of, but it's now being brought to an even higher level. Yes. Yeah. So it's one big thing. Another, but now now that the investigation has started, we got to see where it's going to exactly. be. Exactly. And we have a bunch of theories, too, Tyler and I, where it can impact pop culture in the deepest, darkest ways. Um, not for strippers. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe. They maybe. may not be getting paid as much anymore. Maybe. They might be asking for a stipend or something. Or <laughs> uh, let's see. Second thing is, of course, November 6th. What day does this mean to you? We'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> I know Tyler is not very happy. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm unhappy. He's not it. unhappy, but it could be a happy situation for <laughs> uh, some people who like this apparel. Um, Justin Timberlake talks and uh, and NBC. We'll touch more about that later. Um, of course, you know uh, Netflix shows such as the Marvel shows. How can they be impacted versus other major TV uh, organizations such as NBC, CBS, uh, ABC, and Fox? With All their, coming out with their own versions yeah. of different Marvel universe and who has the best who will last the longest and are they are they going to work in cohesion with each other to integrate the shows together exactly um 
On top of that, we have uh, CBS, the leader of TV reality. Is it really, or is it bigger than the Game Show Network? Is it bigger than, you know, some of the other shows that are out there that have their own thing? You know, have they really capitalized their market on sports and on game shows or reality TV? Um, and then, of course, one other topic that hits so many pop culture fans near and dear to the heart is The Office. Of course, we hear rumors every year. And we want to know, are these legitimate things that are being shot across the bow, or is it just another year of hearsay, I guess you could say? Well, okay, I, I'm going to go on record, and I know this may just like castrate myself right now. but We don't want to do that. <laughs> I might want to get a towel. <laughs> I, I have never watched a single episode really? of The Office. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay, so you got to at least try the first season out and see if you like it. Well, see, my girlfriend said yeah, the same right. exact thing, but uh, she refuses to watch it, watch it with me, even though Why? she said she loved it. <laughs> it's, it's one of those where I've seen the series like probably seven, eight times but from start to end. And I would recommend anybody to try it. My dad did not want to try it. Like, he was not a fan of Steve Carell at all. And the funny thing is, ever since he saw it, after even after Steve Carell left the show, he still he doesn't like The Office anymore because he's not on the show. But he loved The Office. He thought it was hilarious. So I think you should give it a shot. I mean, I, I, think? I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I will say, as far as watching all that uh, Walking Dead, yeah, uh, it was... A drag up until the sixth and seventh season. It is somewhat of a drag. It is. It, it is. is a drag up until the end. But I will say, Vegan has set the tone for the rest of the series. It if is. Next season is not as intense as the last two. I am going to absolutely hate the show. And no, no kind of spoiler alert because it's been out for a while now. But the fact that they didn't kill Vegan at the end of the season like they do some of the villains speaks to how big of an impact he makes on the show. Um, and if you go back and watch it a second or third time in, in the original, you know, the beginning to start to finish, you see so much more and you kind of understand the characters so much better that it makes you kind of go back like, okay, I get why he's this way now. I get why this person had to die. And I'm so glad this one person had to die because they are just driving me crazy. So at, at the beginning, it's more like it's really slow. It's, it's, crazy the writing isn't all the same and then you go back and watch it again you're like okay this was actually really decent i understand a little bit more but it's just so so much slower than seasons five through seven that you do see a big difference and you don't some people don't want to go back and watch it so i can i can definitely appreciate that aspect that you're talking about oh it was it's brutal. it was a struggle it is through those first few seasons it is man. season one i think is is just extremely difficult to get through because it is so slow, the first four or five uh, two, episodes. Two, three, and four were way slower, in my opinion. Yeah, two, really? Yeah, two, three, and four just drug on. I, I, I almost is gave up on the Is it because the prison and the governor and all that it's kind of just, went like, a little too long? Or? Yeah, no, it was just too yeah. drawn out. Like, yeah, it, 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 the season, okay, so as soon as Herschel dies, I think it's when it starts to pick up a little bit. Because really, seasons two and three were uh, the struggle of power between Rick and Herschel. You know, and, and really, the fact that it's crazy. If you go back and you watch the first season again, you'll see that Herschel advocates and kind of says, whatever Rick wants to do, I don't want any part of it. I don't want to know about it. But if he decides to do something, then I'm all for it. But it seems like as soon as they get to the prison and they have to abandon the farm, which Herschel's all about abandoning in the first season. Yeah. And even in the second season, they have a power struggle. And so where did the writers get that from? 
I don't know. I think it's complete BS because it makes you, in my sense, it makes you love the both characters in Rick and in Herschel, but in the fact that Herschel dies because you start to hate Herschel. Well, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. I hated Rick up until season set up until, until season seven uh, up until season six and seven. You're like, how the fuck does this guy last I, so long? I, I will say that there was one moment where I started liking Rick. It was the first moment that I started liking Rick. It was when he finally lost it. And yes. It was when he finally lost it in the town. Yeah. And he was trying to get them to see how serious the outside world was. And he just lost it. And and the way he – that was the first time I liked his character. Mm-hmm. Because you finally got to see him crack. Yeah. And then when you see Negan take him down to size and you see him realize that everything he was – spouting off to everybody about them being able to do whatever they want. It, it, you see that just shatter in him and it's yeah. fantastic. It's great writing. It's yeah. great. And it, it makes you take a perspective of everybody who's around Rick dies. Like, is he really that good of a, a leader? Like for example, is Liam Neeson that great of an action character when he can't even keep his family safe and kind of a funny pun related aspect, <laughs> but it, then you start to appreciate Rick in the fact that, he has led his people this long. He's survived this long. He's had to do some crazy shit. So is he one of the, the ultimate badasses on The Walking Dead? Or is, I, he, or is he like Harry Potter? I or, will say that Rick Rick has earned my respect as far as a character goes. Like mm-hmm. he is a, in my opinion, he is a justified badass in the show now. Mm-hmm. I did not like him in the beginning and it took me a long time for me to like him because I thought he was just, I thought his character was just brutish and I hated, now, I hated you, his accent because I knew you, he was British yeah, and I hated the, yeah, the way he yeah, said things drove me yeah. crazy. I was like, like Coral, Coral. Yeah, he just tried a little too hard. <laughs> like he didn't, he couldn't afford to pay for the acting classes until after the first couple seasons. So okay, now Carl, and this wasn't even on topic, but this is a good topic to talk about. <laughs> but Carl, did you start to appreciate Carl a little bit more in season seven with his little intermediate meetings with with Negan, or do you still think Carl is a little bitch like most people did in the first six seasons? I mean, I didn't. I mean, I honestly liked Carl more in season six i still think he's i still think he's a bit of a little bitch do you think it's because he had to kill his mom no why that doesn't make him a little so why did you like carl more in season six uh because because carl carl started to make his own decisions that was when he really started to make his own decisions that's when he decided to like for example when he tried to sneak in Spoiler alert! When mm-hmm. he tries to sneak into the to the Negan yeah, compound, right. and then he starts to speak with Negan, that shows just how far Carl has come along. Right, and how how big of a character he may or may not be. I mean, he might die in the next season, or he might live. You know, we don't know. He looked like he was about to die yeah. at the end of season six, and even at the beginning of season seven, and even towards the end of the season seven. But then, of course, you know, this the king comes out with this fucking tiger, and then. Mike Tyson to everybody. I love, I love him. That's that's one of my favorite he parts seems, about the show. He seems now. like a Ezekiel, crazy. Yeah. Ezekiel is just a fantastic. He seems character. like a crazy man stuck as like he's probably like a former English teacher or something or drama teacher, and he's stuck in this Shakespearean timeline. It's crazy. The the whole fact that when you go back and you watch season one uh, of <laughs> The Walking Dead, you see that. Um, 
the very first character that Rick actually interacts with, you'll never guess. It's Morgan. Yeah. It's crazy. I didn't realize that until I went back and watched it the other week. After we, you and I were texting and you were saying, oh, by the way, I finished all of Walking Dead. I was like, you know, I'm going to go back and watch it. And I didn't notice that until the beginning. And you see his son, Dwayne, the one that he is so crazy now about having that he had to kill. Yeah. You know, and, and seeing that that was the first character. And Rick is obsessed with, with Morgan throughout the first beginnings of season one. They have those little walkie-talkie talks by himself, you know, and leaving notes and stuff. You know, and then seeing how Carol was just a nobody and then develops into a much stronger, hated, and loved character now. It's just it's crazy. She literally lost everything. She's the womanized version, I believe, of what I think Rick I would felt most for her. Like, I actually really appreciate yeah. Carol now because she is just like, the, it took a long time for her story to develop. Right, yeah. But, but when her story, when you start to see, like, when she had to kill those children, oh, yeah. my God, that was now, one of the. the whole thing with Daryl. Daryl really grows quickly in the first three seasons. Like you, well, Daryl, Daryl's always been good. But one yeah. thing I've noticed about Daryl, one thing I have noticed about his character, he don't talk a lot. He doesn't. His he character does. is literally just there, and right. he just does. Like yeah. you know, even in season seven where he's a prisoner, like the entire season, you start to see how, how much that you're like, I just want him to come out and just obliterate and just kill everybody and when he escapes you're like yes he gets his bike the only thing that isn't that is not complete for me is the fact that he doesn't have his best back yet like they still have his best the skinny skeleton of a man that imprisoned and tortured him really throughout the whole process has his best and i'm just waiting for you know daryl to get his best back because i feel like then he'll have his wings back (laughs) you know the angel's back so but moving forward from the Walking Dead, because I know that's such a good show. It's, it's, I mean, they've got good content now versus when it first started. Yeah, yeah. We'll dive right into another TV show, The Office. Now, you haven't seen it, but it is a huge part of pop culture where oh, a I lot know. of big fans love the show and they find near and dear. There's some big actors that come from the show, such as Steve Carell, John Krasinski, Minnie Cowling, and all them. Um, they have gone out and done their own things in movies and such. There's rumors speculating and coming around that they're all kind of leaking saying there's the, the show's coming back. Now, NC, or I'm sorry, not NC, but uh, NBC is saying they don't have any content for it. They don't have any news for it that they don't plan on bringing the show back, and they haven't even talked about it. So if the main characters from the show and the writers of the show, who are the same people, are saying that they're writing content for it and that they are coming out with stuff, and they're not saying who it's going to be with, does that make you feel like maybe there's a possibility where NBC's out of the picture? Like maybe a Netflix or CBS or someone else could kind of come in and sweep and bring this project back? Well, I guess it depends on who owns the rights to the show. Um, if NBC actually still owns the rights until they officially announce that they're doing anything, we can't really say for certain. But right. if you've got people who are, you know, head writers on the show, it would only make sense that if they're saying that they're probably going to bring the show back, that there's probably something in the works in the background that's just not being yeah. talked about. I, I, I feel like maybe either NBC is putting on a really good show of pun intended there, but you know, if keeping it hush hush right now at the time, because it just brought Will and Grace back and had the whole lineup going. Um, but maybe they're trying to make a huge drop in the fall or beginning of next year to have people continue to watch their network and the fact of 
the office returning. It would just make sense to me that if you own the rights to the Super Bowl right now, as far as being able to broadcast on your network, to maybe even drop it in that timeline, the hint of the show coming out, or maybe even a trailer during the Super Bowl, because you have more people watching that than any other, uh, other thing in, in the history of television, practically. So to see these rumors coming out little by little leakage, little by leakage, and these characters coming out and saying that they're writing episodes, that there is something going to happen. The, the only thing that's not being, uh, uh, I guess, an okay or a green light on is the network. We don't know who the network would be. But the fact that there's so much more rumors this year than there has been in 2016, 15, and before since the show has ended tells me that, like the old saying goes, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's got to be something that's behind it. Especially yeah. now that Mindy Kaling, who is one of the reasons why the show ended by her leaving the show in the very last season, her show's coming at the expiration with Fox. I believe they've already decided to cancel the show after the season's over. But the fact that she's saying that she's into it and that she's doing stuff for the show makes it much more real because when she left, it left a sour taste in everybody's mouth. And then now that she's saying she's a part of it, it makes it seem a little more surreal in the fact that it could actually happen. So I don't know. We'll see. But Tyler, I definitely recommend that you watch. I know you said your girlfriend's been trying to get you to watch it, but you know, you have to watch it. Maybe if you start watching it, she might actually watch it with you. I know you said she said she wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. But once that comes on the little, the jingle comes on the beginning, it just kind of sucks you in. I mean, I, I could you? see Netflix definitely picking it up. It would be smart for them. Yeah, it wouldn't be it the would. first show that they've done no, like that. No, no, it wouldn't. They've taken what Longmire's one they've taken. That Fuller House is another one. Which, by the way, Netflix, I appreciate everything you're doing, but <laughs> Full leave, House, you, you can leave some stuff alone. Yeah, like I, I understand that there's only so much Full House you can take, but it's not that big of a show where you can only have nine episodes for one season. This is not HBO. <laughs> People pay, yes, but it's $3 cheaper a month for Netflix versus HBO. So I don't think Full House needs to have nine episodes. You can go back to 15 for some people. I'm not, I haven't watched Fuller House since the first season. I don't plan on watching the second season. Honestly, Fuller House never really interested me. So I yeah. loved Full House growing up, but the I new one, too. once I saw the cast, I was like, there's, I really just don't want to watch I it. I will not watch it until the Olsen twins are back on the show. <laughs> well, good luck with that, because yeah. I doubt it's going to happen. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I watched the, the See Stephanie again. That was the only reason why I watched was to see Stephanie. Well, you know, she only was back there because she really just doesn't have anywhere else yeah. to go. <laughs> she, she really doesn't, literally. Um, okay, so now we move into the next topic. Okay, Tyler's new favorite topic we're going to talk about today. Just a quick little mention. November 6th, what day is that going to be? I guess you said something about it being a flannel day. That's right. Flannel day. Flannel day. So national look like Sam and Dean from supernatural day. That or Al from home improvement. So if you want to look like the man who sells oxyclean now, you know, then you can Billy Mays here with another fantastic they, product. There you go. Billy Mays. So yeah. Flannel day, November 6th, break it out. Go out there to Old Navy. Surprisingly, I used to wear flannels all the time. Now I really? find them repulsive. <laughs> I think I've worn flannel one time in my life, and that was in the 90s, and that, that was it. I don't think I've had flannel since then. But, hey, some people it would look good on. 
Uh, I, I mean, I just don't feel that I have a good enough beard to say that I am a lumberjack. So I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't have the qualifications to wear a flannel. That's true. That's true. And then in these days, like with all the riots going on, if you walk out in flannel, that might be a bad thing for you. Your beard is insufficient, sir. Yeah. yeah. Now, for example, if you're at home and then, you know, like, for example, my wife Warren comes out wearing just the flannel shirt, then that's fine. I can can appreciate that. And I think you would feel the same way with your, you know, with your lady. If she just walked out in flannel, that would be great. So, um, well, flannel and boots even, I don't know. Whatever the fetish would be. Um, So, November 6th, National Flannel Day. Because we have time for that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the next. Let's move it on. Let's move it on. (laughs) November, uh, November, wow, I'm about to bring out Flannel Day again. Okay, so the Super Bowl every year has entertainment. Um, That's a quick topic we'll talk about. And the fact that NBC has been in talks with a certain person to come back and do. Um, their halftime show, and oddly enough, it was NBC that had this uh, occurrence happen. Timberlake, and yeah, Tyler sitting here <laughs> dancing, doing his Justin Timberlake impression. But um, JT's my man. Yeah, JT man. JT's the shit. Was it was it one that's a uh, Sugar Bubble Gum or something? It was like one of the name of his I titles. I don't, I don't remember, man. He has so many good songs though. I remember, I remember, I I once worked at Pop John's, and no, I worked at Domino's. And I only had one CD in the car for like a week. Yeah, it was JT. And it was JT. And I, was it the old JT or was it the new one with Jay Z? Uh, it was it was before Jay Z. It was before. It was, okay, so it was I mean, like during was the time just, of like Timberland. Everything. It was the album where he had Cabernet on it. Oh yeah, I love that, that was, album. It was such a good. It was album. like it was like when he made that album, he made so much money. He literally was gone for like ten years, <laughs> and then he came back because he needed more money. <laughs> so, yeah, he bought a house in Nashville. He needed more money. That and the man, <laughs> the man just has such a good, good sense of humor. He I mean, does. look at like the films he's done. Look at, look at the the songs he's done with like Lonely Island. Like yeah. that, that that's a good example of just like how good sense of humor yeah. he has. He really does. I mean, look at what he did to Janet Jackson in the Super Bowl halftime show. That made everybody aware of Janet Jackson again. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that it's, that's kind of the thing is that they're talking about bringing him back in the Super Bowl. So the question is, is he going to bring anybody back with him, a.k.a. you know, Jan Jackson, or is he going to bring someone else like Jay-Z, Timbaland, you know, somebody that he's kind of worked with before, um, or is it just going to be an all-Jay-Z halftime show? And is Jay-Z, or I'm sorry, not Jay-Z, but JT, is it going to be such a big, is he big enough a name to carry a whole halftime show? Hell, yes, he is. So you think he could do a better show than like Lady Gaga has? Oh my God, yes. Lady so, Gaga is a poor excuse for an artist. <laughs> La okay. La Land. <laughs> no, JT JT could run the halftime show. He yeah. could do an entire set the halftime is show. Is JT one of those artists where he can put something out and it'd be amazing enough where you're at a concert and you want the new J- JT stuff? Or is it the JT where, okay, we're tired of this one song. Can you please come back and... You know, sing something that you had when you first came out solo. Oh no, I, I think I think with Jay Z, uh, JT, I'm sorry, with, <laughs> with Justin Timberlake, every time he comes out with a new album, like, yeah, he's he still sits in the same kind of genre, right? But it's always different. Like it's always got it's always got like it's different tones to it. It's that always is, got different songs. Is his it. stuff like as big as what's his name? Just died, Purple Rain. Um, Prince. Is he as big as Prince in the baby making department? 
in, in, in the bed. I would. I mean, I don't know. It's that's hard because I would say that I would probably, me personally, I would probably, I would probably.